this time I'd like to call the order of the Community Redevelopment Association uh, at this time, and I'm going to ask uh, City Clerk Lori Hillman to please call roll. Jody Wilkinson. Alan Knight. Here. Mayor Whitfield. Charles Proctor. Here. Lance Smith. Here. Kenneth Burgess. Here. Matthew Maggart. William Poe. Thank you, ma'am, very much. I'm, uh, Hamilton has. Approval. Second. I have a motion and second. We approve the minutes. All in favor, raise your right hand. Motion passes unanimously. Excuse me, may I just announce that City Manager William Poe just arrived at um, 5.04. Nominate Land Smith for a chairman. Second. That was quick. Okay, were you? Your vote? have a, a nomination for Lance Smith and a second. All in favor, raise your right hand. Motion can and unanimously. We need a vice chairman, please. I'd move Ken Burgess. Vice second. We have a motion and second that Ken Burgess serve as vice chairman for the upcoming year. All in favor, raise your right hand. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you, ma'am. Now we switch the gavel. Good. Oh, good job. That's right. Don't leave the water all right. Now we'll move on to the CRA director's report. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me see. I'm already messing it up. Okay. Sorry. Item three. I do. of the criteria of a pain grant uh, of our program so staff recommends approval question on this item? questions make a motion and we approve second. a motion and a second for approval all in favor say aye aye, aye. aye. any opposed like sign motion passing unanimously let the record reflect that a uh, council what well, we're commissioner uh, jody wilson came has arrived and was in on the vote as well and, and also thank voted you. correct thank you so our next item on the agenda is the final audit report for 2021. Uh, according to um, Florida Statute 163, the CRA must uh, approve the uh, acceptance, I'm sorry, the acceptance of the audit. Um, we have Finance Director Ted Beeson here. Is there anything you need to add, Ted? It's a short report. It just reflects that there's $400,000 in cash and investments in the CRA year end. There are $428,000 in ad valorem taxes that were received and $315,000 or $259,000 in expenditures. 
um, Bodine and Perry will be here during the council meeting should you have any further questions. It is a change in state law that requires you to have this separate audit report last couple of years. So we just need a motion uh, and, uh, to and accept. Do we, do we have any uh, questions on this? And, and I just know because in looking at it, I know there was a big increase obviously due to the property taxes, but is, and I know the year, year or the, maybe two years ago, we had a big increase because of commercial, but this is mainly residential. You think that's caused the increase? Yes. Okay. Any other questions? Yeah, the, uh, the accounts payable and total liabilities dropped uh, quite a bit. How did that happen, Ms. Hamilton? I'm proud. I'm glad. You want to? Okay. It's just the timing. Um, if there was an outstanding invoice that didn't get paid before the close of the year, then it goes into accounts payable. Any other questions? If not, I'll entertain a motion. I, I make a motion that we... Uh, Pass the audit. Second. Motion and a second for approval of the audit. Uh, all in favor say aye. 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 All opposed, like sign. Motion passes unanimously. Thank you. Now we're up to the CRA director's CRA report. Director. Um, yeah, that's the, the rest of the um, house on 6th Street. So, um, just uh, bring the uh, CRA up to date. We expect construction documents on the backyard uh, June 1st. We will put the um, construction documents out to bend. We do have the alt ads, which were the additional brick uh, uh, in the uh, project. Um, we are moving forward with the sidewalks and trails project. We have a meeting tomorrow. Uh, to discuss conflicts and the sidewalks. So that's moving forward. We did receive the lease back from the Methodist Church on their parking lot. They had some changes. We need to make some changes. So the conversation continues on that as well. Um, and then my last item is at your desk, I have placed a uh, restaurant recruitment grant program guidelines. Now this is our first pass at the grant guidelines looking at other cities and <clears throat> the question was raised today by someone in staff that why would we be doing this? Why would we be doing uh, restaurant recruitment? Well, we're doing it because other cities are doing it and they're our competition and the CRA is missing sit-down restaurants. We see the success of Tina and Joe's and how it's brought people into the downtown, but they still close at lunchtime, after lunch. So we're still looking for um, a sit-down restaurant. We have buildings that right now could be used for that purpose. So we're trying to encourage restaurants to look at us uh, and try and get them to participate uh, in the CRA district. So this is looking at Lakelands, um, Temple Terrace, Tampa, East Tampa, the East Tampa CRA, um, and Tarpon Springs. 
So they all have um, different types of incentives for restaurants, and, and from talking to uh, their staff, they have been successful. Now, East Tampa has a $75,000 um, incentive because their real estate is more expensive. Everything, you know, it's a larger urban area than we have. Some have a little smaller than, than the 15,000, but I'm also, um, I have also put in grease traps because grease traps are an issue in the city that restaurants trying to get them to put grease traps in, they are required. It is um, better for our utility system for them to have grease traps. So I've also included that in there. I'd like you to look at it. Um, give me your thoughts, give me your feedback. This is not a funded, this is not in the budget for this year, it's for next year. We are now looking at next year's budget. So we'll be looking at, between now and October, we'll be looking at different grants and maybe changing some of the grants that we have right now. So it is just a things to come um, idea for everyone. Gail, yeah, and this, the, the improvements would stay with the building, correct? That is correct. So all of the grants that the CRA does, the improvements stay with the building because restaurants will come and go, businesses will come and go, but the improvements made will increase the value of the building and it will help the next business that comes in there if we have a suppression system and a grease trap already set up for them. I ask, Mr. Chairman, may I ask you, at the very, I was looking at the eligibility requirements. And uh, it said the applicant must be the owner of the building. The uh, owner has the owner has to sign off on it. If if a business has it, and I may have made a play on, on my. I think it it's uh, I think the tenant can apply as well as long as the owner signs off. I got and it. agrees to it. Right. Um, I think. Look, I. I I was the person who asked, why are we doing this? So she wasn't going to throw me under the bus, but I was the one who asked that question of why, why, why are we doing this? And the issue is, is we're trying to draw restaurants, those types of uses that will bring people to the downtown area, um, you know, obviously to, to spend money, spend time here. Um, you know, why, why are people moving to, to Zephyr Hills? You know, what are the amenities that are bringing them here? And if we can bring some of these eclectic, uh, you know, one-offs or mom-and-pop restaurants and experiences, and if we can bring them here, um, you know, I think, it's, I think it's important. I think the fact that the improvements stay with the building is, is a big thing. Uh, as Gail was saying, one of the big issues that we have are grease traps. And, you know, if, if we have restaurants and, and, you know, we do have restaurants in Zephyr Hills, that don't have grease traps. That causes an issue in the utility in the sewer system because those grease balls get into the lift stations and they clog the lift stations and, and block them up. And now we have expense of fixing that down the line and to prove where it came from. Not necessarily we can't necessarily do that. So creating the lift the um, excuse me the um, grease trap at the property and it you know everything's collected before it gets to our system uh, is a huge help to the utility side. Uh, I had the same question, Bill. I think you and I spoke of it on Friday. Um, now, what if we give this grant to a restaurant, this becomes a restaurant, and then um, he fails or she fails, and then the building becomes something else besides a restaurant? Then what? The grease trap just stays there? 
It's there, but the valuation of the grease trap and the suppression system is tied to the building, and so we'll still get the increase in value of the building. So that's interesting because you just now mentioned suppression systems. So that's the other thing, is that in order to have a full kitchen with, with a hood and, and a certain level of, of restaurant, uh, you've got to have a fire suppression system too, particularly with these mixed-use buildings. There needs to be physical separation between the live work areas and things like that. That's correct. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is the suppression system, fire suppression in the hood for the cooking in the restaurant. Uh, are we after, uh, I'm sure all of us hear this continually, uh, when are we going to get a red lobster? When are we going to get, you know, any other big are we after seeking those type of things or are we seeking more Tina and Joe's what are we seeking well this grant is may is for retrofitting a building if you're building a new building at, or a new restaurant like a Red Lobster then it's in their budget already to build those things so no this would not cover it we um, need to make sure that it as we move forward if we move forward that it specifically says for the retrofit and not for new construction. And right. it may already, I don't Right, I don't and everybody just received this. You you haven't had a time to, had any time to review and, and, it. And what I'd say is why don't we just take it, start digesting it, have another discussion at the next meeting about right. it. Right. So let's That'll move work. on to the, the next item. If I, I just have one quick question, sure. so right. You said they increased the value of the building, so um, that would be on the property taxes you're that is referring correct. to? Now, I don't know how often they come and check on these improvements, but I would say that if we were to go along with that, we made these improvements, I think we should make the county tax collector aware of these improvements right away so that they're, they can get that on there. Right. It is my uh, understanding that the building, as the building permits are issued, the county uh, is aware of it, and that's how they... Correct. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, next item is the Main Street activity. Or you have some more on yours? Nope. That's it. Okay. That's all I have. Who's doing the Main Street? Um, do you want to do it? Faith's not here. Do you want to address Saturday? I, I can take it. I think we need to, yes. I think some people are here for that. Okay. <clears throat> so, as you are aware, we canceled um, Founders Day because at we were having uh, volunteers show up at 11 o'clock. At 10 o'clock, the forecast was 100% chance of rain. We did not want, and thunderstorms. It was thunderstorms that was the big deal. We had already had the bounce house people pull out. We had volunteers pull out. Um, vendors had pulled out. So it was, and when we talked to um, the, Devin was talking to the uh, sheriff's department. They were concerned because they had people coming from all over the county and they had their posse and they wanted us to make a decision. At that moment, that was the decision that was made, was to cancel the event. <clears throat> the issue that Main Street learned out of it was it didn't rain. Um, and we didn't have a backup plan. And in talking to the rest of the Main Street board, uh, Billy and... Um, Shane, the decision was made, and you've seen the uh, email that Linda uh, Kearns, president of Main Street, sent out, that from now on, we will include the, the city manager, the police chief, and the uh, public works director 
in the discussion before any cancellation is made. You know, when, when you're a volunteer that's never done an event like this, and remember, the board members are new. They started during COVID, but we didn't have any events. The last event we had was um, three years ago. Um, I think it was the last one that Anna, um, as Main Street oh. Director, did. And it was criticized as well. So we're still trying to find that sweet spot that makes um, the best uh, impression on our community. But it was a learning lesson for all of us when every you've got people calling you and, and texting you saying, I need a decision now. I want a decision now. I've got people that are coming and I'm afraid for their safety. The decision was made. But in hindsight, being 2020, we should have included the city staff. And it will be done from, we're going to create a standard operating procedure with the help of Billy and the police chief and Shane, our public works director, and we won't have this issue again. Well, if I could, yes, thank you. I think it's important to remember that this is a risk that we take with any organization that uses exterior outdoor activities for fundraising. I mean, it's just inherent in that business. And in fact, there have there are other circumstances under which Main Street made decisions to to uh, cancel events such as music and motorcycles. One year we had to do that, and it's a big it's a it's a big driver economically for that organization. So they don't make the decision lightly. And uh, so I think, you know, I think that they made the decision with the best interest of the public at heart. I, I do think that considering the level of commitment and work that public works in particular put into it and the fact that Mr. Um, Poe is always at the top of the sniper heap, <laughs> that, we, that we have to, um, you know, be sure that we're communicating effectively. But, you know, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater because the people who are working on this board are totally committed to the organization and work very hard to um, help improve and preserve our, the quality of life in our downtown district. I have to say that that is absolutely. The volunteers were so incredibly disappointed. They worked months and months and months on putting this together. Uh, trying to come up with a theme, trying to get ba a band to play, putting the um, parade together. It was not done lightly, and, and it was not done easily. Um, a lot of work went out the window when it was canceled, uh, and the volunteers have worked very hard, and they do it for no glory, no money, um, just because they love our, our city. I would like to... I would like to say that I support the decision that you did, and it's a tremendously hard thing to do, and it's one of those darned if you do and darned if you don't. And uh, Kenny and Billy and all of us can remember that during hurricane season, we're closing the school and no hurricane ever hit. You just have to try to do what's best. But I would, I would like to make a suggestion. Everybody is saying, well, let's do it next week or something like that. I, I would like for us to... Kind, this is just a, an Ellen Knight opinion to think about let's just go back to our standard schedule. It's mm -hmm. awful hot now. 
many people are on vacation, including some of my family. I could go through one thing after another, and we want it to be a success. <coughs> we don't want to do it just to say we did it. That's correct. And and next year in 2023, we will be back to our original date in okay, March. So I, I, I want you to know, Ms. Hamilton, that I support that decision, uh, and, and it was a hard decision. And yes, I've gotten the phone calls just like everybody else. And, you know, it's just something you have to do. And, you know, it would have been our luck if we decided to have it. Uh, it would have been a deluge. You That's understand? right. No, I, I support what went on. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think you made the right decision. You never know. I, I myself, many times I get up, I watch the weather. They say it's going to rain all day. I cancel all my work, and it's sunny all day. <laughs> it happens a lot. But I made the decision, So, and you guys had to make that decision. I, I think you made the right move. Thank you. Thank you. And I just was going to say, do you, I mean, let's think about it moving forward. So you're going to, you're going to put some standard operating procedures in place to where, and we understand also it was a group of people that made the decision, not right. one person. Um, so moving forward, we'll have the standard operating procedures, which will kind of dictate, okay, at this time, certain time before the event, we need to make a decision or no, or no go. Here's how we make it. And, uh, and the other thing I was thinking was, should we have a alternative date in case something like this happens? Because in March we can have some fronts that come is, through the same. You know, that's right. And but in March we we don't have such a pinch on time. Like right now, next weekend it's Memorial Day. Nobody wants to do anything on Memorial Day. Right school, the ones that we were going to right we were going to honor right yeah. but when we go back to march we'll we'll have some and that is a, an excellent idea we'll certainly bring it up maybe we go ahead and plan the the date and get it on the calendar well, I, and that's what i was going to say we need the, the date needs to be already in in the books for next year you know yeah the the founders day is in the books for next day. year okay. but if but we do a, a rain date yeah. yeah we need one to of the things we have to and the big thing that that i've got a hundred phone calls over was why, why was, you know, why wasn't it done, you know, is, is the pigs in the park and, and, and people just didn't really understand. Let's just make sure that's, that conflict's not there also. Absolutely. Um, so, I, you know, you said something about the next year, we'll make sure the city knows, but we need to remember that the, the, the parade is put on by the Main Street Board and it was, the, was their decision. I mean, it's okay to coordinate with us, but I mean, I, I can't imagine that we would do this, but I mean, if the Main Street Board says, we, we, this isn't going to work out, call the city and Shane says, oh, my guys want to work. You know, we, we can't make them have a parade. So, I mean, it's good to have communication, but I'm saying it's the Main Street and that's what people have to understand is, and it's a volunteer board. So I think you guys did the best you could with what information you had available at the time. And, you know, that's just, you know, like Charlie says, that's just the way it goes sometimes. I mean, you can't, and it's the same thing with a the school. There was many times I was out for a hurricane day and I'm out mowing my lawn and pulling weeds and just perfectly bright sunny day and we were off of school. So um, that happens. The one thing very, I would one the, thing, go I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. Well, one thing I just would suggest, and, I, and this is kind of a sticking point with me anyways, is this whole closest Saturday to the March 10th without going beyond the date. Does it really have to be that? Can it just be the closest Saturday to March 10th? How about no. just the first Saturday? Or the first 10th. or second Saturday of March? Yes. Whatever, whatever it is, whatever works. Because we found out in researching when we were going to have to change it, Founders Day originally was in September. Correct. And they moved it because of rain. And, and they moved it because of rain. <laughs> and yeah. and so it doesn't. We could just say it's the first Saturday yeah, or, or the second Saturday. Saturday in March. And, and look at what Little League does 
on their opening day to kind of coordinate with them too because that seems to fall sometimes right on that day too. Well, the whole idea was to try and this year we were going to do it in the evening and have an evening parade yeah. and not step on, you know, mm -hmm. Little League and, and all of the things that are going on. But now we were doing it, we had to move it to May, so we didn't right. have that issue. So next year we'll face that as well. I, I, I agree with most of what you said, but city has to be involved. Oh, no, they have to be involved. Decision. What I'm saying is that people be, need to be aware that... Um, yeah, they're look, the ones the, who put the parade on. The, yeah, I think, I think the last thing that Billy said to me on Friday afternoon, because we were already getting calls about the weather's going to be horrible, are you going to cancel it? And the last thing he said was, you know, the the county will always. Oh, I said, yes, I said government entities. Government yeah, entities, don't. okay. <laughs> government entities will cancel the event because of rain, and then it never rains. So you're saying uh, the hurricanes never fails once a year. We close all of government, and it's bright, sunshiny. Look, at the, at the at the end of the day, it is Main Street's decision. Um, city has to be involved in it because on social media, which I don't have, I hate social media, but the city's the one who takes the punches. Of that, you know, is the city. It was City Hall and it was PD that closed it. We weren't, but I'm not here to throw Main Street under the bus. Going forward, when I say the city, you know, myself or the city manager, the police chief, and the public works director will be involved in those conversations so that we can create some, and even our PIO, to have some you know, right. language narrative. You yeah. know, put, right. put out there and, and maybe try to soft pedal some of, you know, buy, us, buy ourselves some time to say, hey, we're, we're um, monitoring the, the situation. We'll give an update in two hours or whatever it may be. So, and, and you we, know, we have come up, we <coughs> have come up with a plan to... To move we talked about it today, Billy, and I talked about it. When volunteers pulled out from helping with the parade, if the sitting, you know, we were sitting around a table, Billy and, and Shane could come up with people to help us with the parade if we had a shortage somewhere. So the idea of having the involvement of the city staff is wonderful, and Main Street absolutely welcomes that input and that help. And I, uh, I'd just like to weigh in if I could, <clears throat> uh, since I was the kind of the guilty one to, to start with, to kind of push to let's try to go ahead and have the parade. Um, and I appreciate all the effort and I support the decision of the, you know, of the need to cancel due to the circumstances. Um, I mean, I think that that it was a good idea that someone mentioned earlier. Everybody's interested in something over there, but. The there's four, there's four cars in an ambulance. Okay, well, I'll talk fast because you might be here for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, it was a good idea um, uh, with the thought in mind that whoever is head of, a, of an organization that's going to be having something in the public in our community, uh, that they, the city manager, the police chief, and, and Shane, who are all of the entities that would be involved in that's putting correct. on anything in our community, uh, that that committee should work together to um, and then work with others that might be pulled in but I think about those four or five but you got you have just like the high school was involved in this they needed to be pulled in uh, as a part of the decision-making process I think um, and then you come up with a decision to cancel or to uh, have an alternative date or however you want to do that but um, I think I think it probably it was uh, a, has a stronger lesson. decision when it is a joint decision and right. everybody's involved. 
Right. Nobody gets thrown under the bus or anything because they made a decision. Right. That's just my two cents. And and before, you know, a couple of hours after the decision was made, President Kearns put out an email that said, you know, this is from now on, this is what we'll do. The decision had been made, but we should have included, or next time we will include our city manager, our police chief, and our public works director. You live and you learn. Absolutely. next year and I, and I think it's critical I think the cancel is not a good thing I think we need to have that alternate date on mm -hmm. almost everything I think it's critical so anybody else um, do you have anything else no, sir. okay We're and done. I think some people are here to speak on this so if if you want to come up to speak we'd love to we'd, we welcome your input does anybody care to speak to this item no I know if you came to it come up and speak it's not you know we value your input so if not, anything else from the commission? No? Well, we're going to adjourn the meeting and we'll start uh, at 6 o'clock with the council. I think that's it, right? Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Did you lose a bet? No, <laughs> 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 <laughs>